The following podcast has been recorded live for your audio pleasure. It is rated M for Mexican. Welcome to another episode of Mexibot Matters. I am your host with the most, Mexi Pants, coming to you live after a week hiatus for Labor Day on the glorious day of TGO Day. Yes, 9-9-2021. And for those who don't know, for the audience at home that's new to the podcast, the 9-9 holiday first started in high school. Back in 1999, Mexi decided, because everything around Mexi revolves around the glorious number nines. My lucky number, why you may ask? Well, <clears throat> Mexi was born in September, the ninth month. September, regardless of the language, has nine letters. My given name, Alejandro, nine letters. I was born at 9.30 on September 20th. My name now, Alex Feria, has nine letters. Every My shoe size is officially nine in men's. Every soccer or sports team I've been on, I've worn number nine. The only thing that is not in direct sinkage with the number nine is the fact that I was actually born on the 20th, right before the beginning of fall, the greatest season of the year. So, because of said discrepancy, in high school, when I blew up and people knew who I was and saw that I was good at sports and I was going by the nickname TGO, short for The Great One, inspired by my favorite wrestler of all time, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, I declared... 9-9 official TGO day. And it is stuck. Even though the nickname itself has kind of faded to the background, it still resonates here and there. My Gmail is the great one, Supermex. Because, you know, other nicknames have arisen after that. Um, I'm retired from playing any sort of competitive sports. So, well, other than running, but, you know, you run for yourself, you're not playing any team sports, so, for that reason, we still celebrate 9-9 every year, so, we figured, let's do a podcast on 9-9 on TGO Day, 
right before we take another week vacation for Mexican Independence Day and also my birthday. We're going to South Dakota to see the uh, Mount Rushmore, the Black Hills, and all that stuff, and kind of run a lot. Kind of see if Mexi still got it. Um, I would also like to announce that the month of September, so far, mind you, we've had one episode prior to this episode. The month of September has been the third most listened to month this year. A lot of people listening to the podcast this month. And we are almost about to double the amount of listeners and listens we had last year. We've increased every year, but it has never been this drastic as the leap we made from 2020 to currently 2021. And we still have, mind you, this is probably going to be, well, let's see, this is the second episode, okay, in the September. We're off next week, which is the, uh, I believe is the 16th. It's actually Mexican Independence Day. And we're back on the 23rd. And the 30th actually falls on a podcast day. So, yes, you will still technically have four episodes. But so far, great. You still got October, November, December. We are about to more than double our listeners and listens from 2020. So, for that, viewers at home, listeners... I can I thank thee and I congratulate thee for making the podcast as awesome as it is. Now, I'm sure you're all wondering how Mexi's Labor Day shenanigans went. It was great. Uh, kind of had to do a few marathons, like a triple crown, so to speak. Um, and this is the this is where I wanted to. Explain a few things. So we went to the Upper Peninsula to see uh, the pictured Lakeshore National Park because it looks cool. And uh, Mexi actually had a one of the races was in Marquette. Uh, on the way there kind of stopped by Detroit because <coughs> kind of stopped by Detroit to um, play some wagers because my brothers wanted me to do that for them and also activate my MGM account which we finally figured out what the issue was so let's start there the issue Apparently, MGM has two apps. One for Vegas and one for the rest of the casinos around the country. So, my app was registered to my email for the Vegas site, which is why it kept telling me to go to a casino because it wants me to go to an actual MGM resort in Vegas. Turns out that all I had to do was register on the other app and boom, I was able to place my bets. Now, here's the caveat, which 
I guess this is why you get a bookie because I fired mine over three years ago thinking I could just do this myself but then I realized well with sports betting not available everywhere this is the kind of issues you run into this is why they charge a fee so the app actually tracks your location so I've never figured out why well my Caesars app doesn't do that for the Super Bowl bet every year how come and I realized well, I fired my bookie three or four years ago. Since then, I've been in Vegas around Super Bowl time almost every year. Or at least I've been in a uh, sports betting state every year. So when I place the actual bet, it goes through, of course. The MGM account... Wasn't letting me place the bet when I was uh, when I came back to Ohio. I tried to place another bet because when I placed my uh, brother's bets, it actually gave me matched my first bet. So I actually got five hundred three dollars to bet on whatever. I can't withdraw. I just have to use it. But it won't let me use it from Ohio. So I literally have to drive to Michigan, which is the closest uh, sports betting place. To wager these $500 that I got for free. And as another lesson, I'm just going to add this for anybody who wants to do place these sports bets. You got to understand, you gotta, it's basic math. If the, if the line is plus whatever, that means for every $100 you bet, you get that much back so for example my brother wanted to place a bet and it was that uh the browns my little brother wanted to place the bet but browns win the super bowl they were at i believe plus 600 or something like that so for 100 bucks he would get 600 bucks back now you bet a thousand, you get obviously if you're betting ten times a hundred, you're gonna get ten times back six thousand. Enrique wanted to bet uh, that the United would win the Champions League, and that was at plus fourteen hundred. So his hundred bucks. Well, actually, he wanted to bet a thousand, so his a thousand bucks would net him fourteen thousand, which is insane. Well, technically, it's letting me that money, that money, and then I have to pay taxes on it. <coughs> so, yeah, I may have to start charging for bookie services. But yeah, that's we did that. Um, then stayed in Grand Blanc and finished the drive the next day. Uh, had to do a few virtuals in between, also. Uh, I like to run them there. So, Canada's right there. I had to do the Manitoba race. And then on the way back, came back the other way to kind of do the Tupelo Marathon. Get that one out of the way, too. So, yeah, a fun weekend. The race itself in, in Marquette was all downhill, so my quads are killing me right now because of that. 
The park was great. Took the dog with us. Um, I actually forgot my G Fuel. And then I realized, well, wait a minute. What if they sell it somewhere near? And I'm like, eh, I'm not sure they do. So I, I looked it up, and apparently a Rite Aid in Michigan, they sell G Fuel. And I'm like, that, that's, that can't be right. You can't sell Rite Aid in Michigan. I mean, you can't sell uh, G Fuel in Michigan and Rite Aid. So we drove there, and it turns out it was a uh, the cans. I totally forgot. G Fuel ventured into cans, and it's carbonated. So I bought like 20 cans for the weekend. It worked. 300 milligrams a can. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to stick to the powder. It, it definitely is not the same because with the powder, I'm at least consuming my water intake. Now, now that that's done, I, um, a little sore, but this week we got a rest stop because we leave third, uh, Tuesday, next Tuesday, the 14th, for Denver. I got to drive up to Wyoming and South Dakota to run those two races. Then uh, do another Black Hills Veterans March, see the park, and then do the half on. Um, <clears throat> on uh, Saturday and then sneak in another race and then an ultra all before coming back Monday on my birthday so my legs have to be pretty sore coming back from this next vacation and then hopefully we get to see the Black Hills and all its glory uh, the wife also because Every year, she usually gets her present ahead of time. And I said, look, I don't want no lather of giving me a present a week and all that. I like to celebrate the 20 week, twenty days leading up to it. So I would like all my presents at once, Empire State Building style. So she actually, on the trip, gave me all my birthday presents ahead of time. And finally, I was able to get the Money in the Bank briefcase with the Money in the Bank contract Faxed over to me from corporate headquarters in WWE headquarters in Stafford, Connecticut. Thank you for that. Thank you, Triple H. Um, I also got a head of the table towel, uh, Madden 2021, so I can now play with Ricky. Um, I got a new blanket that says the great one on it from The Rock. I also got a um, I also got a new um, belt, a replica belt, the Rated R Superstar Spinner Belt. Oh, yes, I've been wanting this bad boy for a while, and I finally have it, and I realized it's actually heavier than the other belts I have. Oh, glorious. It's glorious, and the wife didn't understand like why I wanted it. And I'm like, well, prior to Roman Reigns, after The Rock retired and, you know, was coming back and forth, I mean, The Rock is still my greatest of all time wrestler. But 
When I was a kid, I actually enjoyed watching Bret Hart wrestle. He was my first favorite. That's why I'm doing the Calgary Marathon later. Later this this uh, actually, I believe that's one of the ones I got to do uh, coming up next week. So, just for that, holding the hitman. But anyways, after him, it was Shawn Michaels. Then, The Rock came along. Then we got uh, Edge. When Edge went, rated our superstar. Uh, CM Punk. And now Roman Reigns. So... Now that CM Punk's back, I'm actually kind of watching AEW for the FYI. Just a little FYI. Daniel Bryan's over there. Adam Cole. Baby! He's over there. Uh, so, I've been checking it out. But anyways, that's no here, no there. But yeah, Radar Superstar Spinner Belt. It actually spins pretty nicely, pretty heavy. So, thank you, wifey, for the excellent presence. Now, uh, tomorrow we have... Dinner plans with uh, Rachel and her new boyfriend. Then Saturday is uh, the OSU game against Oregon. And also the uh, housewarming party uh, that I have to go to for Jessica and Ryan. Ryan's birthday. Then my parents are celebrating me on the 12th and we leave the 14th. It's a pretty busy month. Needless to say. But before we continue, let's give a shout out to our sponsors. As always, American National. Give my man Raymond a call. Maxi just did. I just raised my limits to 1 million, 1 million. Liability, UM, UIM on the car. Do the same. Use promo code Maxi. Save on your bundling. American National, proud sponsor of the Mixing My Matters podcast. As is Anastone Massage, Maxi might schedule an impromptu visit this week. Uh, to get rid of some soreness, you can too. Use promo code MEXI and save on your f- sweetest massage or your membership. Additional perks not included. Hand and massage. Proud sponsor of the Mexi My Matters podcast. As is the Green Tender. Go to greentender.com. Schedule your cleanse. They are actually out of town. 9-5 to 9-12 for those who do not know. So they will get to your orders once they are back on 9-13. But if you use promo code MEXI, you can still save on your first cleanse. The Green Tender, proud sponsor of the Mixing My Matters podcast. As is Super Studio Super 53. Join now. Use promo code MEXI. Save on your first class. Join Team Super and have her coach you to be the best version of yourself. Super Studio 253, proud sponsor of the Mixing My Matters podcast. Now, what I was going to finish the podcast with. It is to everybody's discretion how you want to track your mileage. So, when doing virtual races, I've discovered that it depends on what you're looking for. As, as always, you got to shop around, you got to pay attention, you got to make sure you're not being hustled. And it, it it just hit me the other day because I was looking at um, I was looking at a race calendar on Marathon Maniacs, and I read the fine print and how it's 
trying to make money by having you sign up for all these additional virtual challenges, but they're not considering the like virtual races do not count towards your total. And so I'm just puzzled that how would you consider why would you sign up for the virtual challenge if you could just sign up for a virtual race somewhere else? And it kind of hit me that what they're saying leaves room for interpretation. Because if it's an official, only official races, no virtual races are allowed. That's what it says. So if the official race gives you a virtual option, does that count? Because according to what you're saying, it kind of does. Now, of course, you got to watch it because there's these places like Gone for a Run and other websites that, oh, run 100 miles in the month and get a medal. No, 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 no. Nobody wants any of that. Those are actual virtual challenges, and I don't even count those. <clears throat> so... It has to be a sanctioned event that has a virtual option. Why not? Those I count all the time. But I've asked many people. I uh, Hell, the ladies we met at the New England Challenge, the one, that, one of the sisters from Ohio, the other one's from uh, Tennessee. Well, they live in Tennessee and one lives in Toledo. And they couldn't figure out any races to do on the Liberty Day weekend. So... They just went, drove to Pennsylvania, New York, and ran two halves on their own, virtually. Okay, we want to do that, that's fine. I'm not going to say I've never done that, because I have. That's how I did, that's how I came up with the podcast-sponsored Mexi Matters Marathon. I did two marathons in 24 hours, back in 2017. So, yeah, so, I mean, if you're going to do that, that's fine. I have another friend, no running friend, Amy, who uh, last year drove to a few states and ran a half. Okay, shit, if the uh, Iron Cowboy, whatever his name is, did <clears throat> 50 Ironmans in 50 states in, what was it, 50 days or something like that? There's no Ironmans on Mondays, Tuesdays through Saturdays. No. During the week, there's no Ironmans. So he had to have been just doing the distance. So <clears throat> if it's okay for those people, why is it not okay for these clubs? It just baffles me. When you want them to sign up for your virtual challenge. No. And I can see how... Uh, I have another club I belong to, Marathon Glo Globetrotters. They try to get you to do something uh, similar, a virtual challenge to running different countries, but I'm not there. Like, it's different if, say, the Canadian marathons, <clears throat> the Vancouver marathon I did in May, has a virtual option. Okay, but I still want to be there to do it. Like,. I am not signing up for a virtual challenge 
unless you're offering me like see what I mean unless you're offering me something greater but even at that point if I'm doing a virtual option why would I have to do a separate virtual challenge like I but I also get that the country would not count unless you're there I wouldn't count it um, last year I had the option to do the uh, Cape Town Marathon virtually and I was like no because I want to go there and because of COVID, I can't go. I can't even go there to do the virtual option there. So, no, I no thank you. <clears throat> so, the Canadian border at least opened up uh, this year. So, that was, that was good for that. Um, but, yeah. It's, it's kind of ridiculous that... You don't count it when your average runner does. And then the idiots that I run into, the old timers, because all of these people that cut courses and cheat, but they're yet are still allowed to be part of these clubs. I noticed how they all started running, quote unquote, at an old age. And it conveniently have mastered the art of running so many races in a month in a month or a year uh, yeah no you sign up for races that don't have time limits one you also do not f start at the same time as everybody else you have quote-unquote early starts which nobody ever knows about because for example the mainly marathons that I'm about to do they actually emailed you that you could do the early start if you take more than six hours. And I just did six six forty on the last one of my uh, triple crown. So yeah, I'll be doing the early start. Mainly because it's probably gonna be hot as balls outside. So I would like to have less time under the sun. <clears throat> but see, that's advertising available to everyone. When you are not seeing the entire race and then somebody tells us that you did an early start when there was no email about an early start. Something's fishy. But, oh, you don't sign up for virtual races. It's ridiculous. Like this other guy who I still haven't figured out how to get him to unfollow me. But he follows me on uh, race raves. And... He lists all the marathons he supposedly's done because he's trying to do 50 before the Houston Marathon, each one in a different state. But he clearly hasn't done it because I tried pulling up a few and he's not in the results. And his description of the event, he basically says, I DNF'd it. So, um, and then he doesn't post a, a time. I at least, see, I don't care. I just like to keep track of my stuff. So I use race raves just to post my, my runs, halves or whatever, anything on there. And I always post the time. I'm not there to give a review or anything like that. I could care less. I actually recently started doing, because uh, my wife gave me a while back some uh, booklet thing to keep my bibs. And I'm like, ah, I don't know. I already have a system for my bibs. I don't want to keep. And... 
you can't put multiple bibs in there. It's like small. We would have to get like a shit ton of these um, little uh, little uh, plastic folders just to fit because because they're seven by nine, so they barely fit a bib size. Whereas the system I'm using is like an actual binder with the page size bibs. There's actually two or three bibs per 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 um, plastic holder. So I'm probably just gonna keep doing that for my bibs. So I was like, well, I feel bad that this just sits there and we don't use it. So I said, you know what? Why don't I just gather pictures? Of all the states I've been to and the races, and do like a collage and just post them in there. Make it bib size, fit them in there. One, I realized I don't take that many photos <coughs> while running. Because I've done two marathons in South Carolina and two in, in, uh, uh, two in uh, Missouri, and there's like one selfie. Because the races were like, meh. And that was before I dated my. I started dating my wife, so I'm like, mm, I'm not just start taking more pictures. But hey, this is also it reminded me of, like this one guy got investigated by Marathon Investigations because he wasn't in the race result pictures. And I'm like, okay, I just pulled up the Marquette Marathon and tried to find me, and I'm not in a single one of the marathon pictures. Doesn't mean shit. Christopher Dickhead Warren, who's trying to like sabotage my name, actually contacted races to say, hey, there's no way he finished in this time. And they actually told him, um, who bloody cares? His finish time was over four hours long. And the results are still there. I actually came across a picture I took of one of the places. It was a Texas race that he complained about. And I looked, I actually took a picture of the map. This is actually, I'm glad that I take pictures of the course maps for my reference. Because this is how I know to go back and look and be like, this guy's full of shit. <clears throat> the course map specifically shows that each loop of this trail run we did was a different distance. So... He claims that there was a timing mat at the halfway mark, which there wasn't. But there was a timing mat at the end where you finished. <clears throat> so, the race told him to F off. Rightfully so. But he's like, well, how is he able to do... <clears throat> Uh, these these times oh because okay I remember now you had to cross the same timing mat at the start on each loop so how are these times shorter than other times well if one loop is three miles and one loop is seven obviously the seven mile loop is going to take longer than the three mile loop just just throwing that out there so, <clears throat> yeah. 
They told him to F off. But now at least, and I discovered this a while back when uh, the half marathon club I joined was like, uh, yeah, somebody's besmirching your name. And I'm like, who? And they send me the email trails. And I'm like, oh, this motherfucker. Yeah. We don't do investigations, but we decide to uh, investigate. And then the funny thing is they still take your money because you're a life- lifelong member. You still are in the club, even though they they have a guy that's, that's like dissing you. But yet the other people who are constantly cheating, oh yeah, no, they're they're we know them. We're we're founding members, so they're good. I actually did realize that they finally took down Larry Macon's name off their site, and now there's a committee that actually reviews your results randomly. As you post them on your webs on your webpage. Well, shocker! I'm shocked. I'm shocked that you guys actually are taking steps to cut down on actual race cutters, idiots. But anyways, <clears throat> just know shopping for virtual races. You got to know what you consider. It's ultimately you're the runner. You're the one running these instances, whether in a different state or not. Whatever you consider, it's on you. I could care less if you drove to Pennsylvania to run 13.1 miles. I like my bling, so I like my bling to be official. But now that I've done, <clears throat> you know, all 50 states, more than once, um, done some major races, done all the majors, uh, working on one per continent. Uh, my race goals are pretty, I have noticed my race goals are now, they're closer, but they, I also have other race goals and they're kind of like, they take time to accomplish. So like, for example, I was actually telling my wife, I'm like the Marquette marathon, it rained the entire day. And I said, if I wake up, and this race starts with a monsoon. Oh, I'm staying in bed. I'm not doing it. She goes, well, why? Why would? I'm like, because I'm at the point where it's just another race. And I'd rather not start than get wet the entire day. Because I don't need Michigan. I'm just here for fun. But I woke up and it was actually drizzle. Perfect running runner. So, all right, let's go do it. But that's where I'm at. Like, I don't have to do it. The races I have to do, I will do. Well, anyways, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. As always, all episodes are on SoundCloud and iTunes. Hit us up on uh, on there. Rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. Uh, hit us up on social media as well. Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, YouTube. You know the deal. And as always, remember, people, where there's a Mexican, there's a way. Until next time. We will be off next week for Mexican Independence Day. And we will be back the 23rd. So if I don't see you, happy TGO Day. Happy Mexican Independence Day. And if you want to send Mexi something for his birthday, you can. Till next time.